What companies deserve your hard-earned dollar? Which would you want to work for? How can you know if they share your values? Just ask us. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks who really means business in supporting workers, customers, communities, the environment, and shareholders. We measure progress, track success, and help them be better. When you see the Just Capital seal, you know what's real because just business is better business. Visit justcapital.com to learn who makes your dollar count. Hey, don't forget how heartbroken I was my senior year in high school when I was going to see them at Henry J. Kaiser, and the word came out, very old school, Matty, how you got word out in 1985, you announced something over the radio, and the Quake announced that Spandau Ballet's concert that night was canceled because the saxophonist blew out a kneecap sliding in the L.A. show the weekend before. Oh, boy. There's no internet. There's no email. They couldn't get a fill-in sax guy? No, and then we got got the Quake. Uh, like 98.5, the Quake announced that the best spin. I got a call from my buddy Neil. Oh, my because God. Because there's no show tonight. I go, what do you mean? I We're just love the fact that. Hour. Maddie, how about the fact that our boy Murph was like st- on standby to go Ready. see the spand out? But I know. I was going to hear that. That is incredible and stuff. I was going to say, go. Put my hands in the air. <laughs> anyway, well, anyway, let's start there, Maddie. Robbie Gold. Yeah. Is it true he will not be on the 49ers next year? Um,. I don't know if that's fact. I mean, I think that's a possibility. I mean, we're we're now in the crazy season, of course. Um, all is fair in love and war and contract negotiations season. Um, and I'll, you know, get you to recall last year when Debo Samuel requested a trade and didn't want to have anything to do with the 49ers. He was gone, and, and then he wasn't gone. So, um, you know, to me – this is standard kind of negotiation tactics. We were at uh, in Indy last week, and it wasn't unprompted, but John Lynch sort of volunteered that uh, you know we're we're in Indy. We gotta we gotta look at the kickers. We're evaluating these college kickers, and and I I my uh, my uh, BS detector went off a little bit. The needle was flickering a little, and I thought to myself, okay, that's a signal to to Robbie. Um, and then Robbie reacted like Robbie does very strongly and went to ESPN and said, you know, I'm not, I'm not kicking for the 49ers next year. I'm going to play elsewhere. I'm going to test the market. Um, you know, there's one team that's going to be looking for a kicker. It's the 49ers, and they've already shown, you know, when they, when they did this dance, what was it, three years ago in, in 2019, four years ago, um, that, um, you know, they were willing to pay big bucks for a guy who they thought was going to uh, make big kicks in the playoffs. Yeah. And that's exactly what Robbie Gold is and what he's done. And so I think I think it's a better than 50-50 chance that he's back with Ooh, the 49ers oh, okay. uh, this year. That, okay. That's just my call. I hear you. I don't, I don't know any, yeah, yeah, yeah. Any, any secret sauce, but uh, that's, that's my guess. We are not going to uh, um, uh, put your entire reputation on the line or make you listen to Spandau Ballet even more. Although I wish we could <laughs> um, if you need that, though. But I would say, go ahead, Paul. Well, yeah. I wanted to ask Matty, just like, what do you think the price tag would be? And I am curious because, um, you know, you hear a guy like Daniel Jones. Marcus and I kind of freaked out about this when Daniel Jones of the New York Giants said, yeah, I see myself making about $40 million a year. We were like, wait a minute, what? So I don't know what is the going rate for a premier kicker who's looking for a multi-year deal. Like, what kind of money do you think we're talking about here, roughly? Well, he was averaging top-of-the-market money for a kicker, and that was about $4.8 million a year. So the uh, the franchise tag is something like six point one for a kicker, for him. Uh, so th- the 49ers certainly aren't going into 
the the six range. I think my my guess is that Robbie Gold wants a average per year that starts with a five, and the 49ers want an average per year that starts with a four. Uh, and the question is, is there another team out there that is willing to to pay more than the the 49ers are? And, and I, I really I really don't know. I, I put out an APB this morning to my athletic colleagues to see which other teams are yeah. in the market for a kicker. Yeah. And um, the the kicker bat signal has not gotten a lot of answers so far. So I'm still trying to figure this out. But you know, it, that's all you know part of the. The question, I mean, who else wants a kicker? Who else is willing to pay a kicker, you know, five and a half million dollars? Um, I don't, my my thought is that no one, I don't, I don't think anybody out there is going to do that. Maybe, maybe the Cowboys do, uh, you know, talk about a team that had, that had kicker struggles right at the wrong time. So maybe one of these teams that uh, thinks that it's going to be going deep into the playoffs, just like the 49ers are over the next two or three seasons wants the peace of mind of having a Robbie Gold on the team. And that's, that's Robbie's value. Uh, you, you don't doubt when the temperature's dropping and the snow is falling in Green Bay yeah. and uh, there's two seconds left on the clock, you don't doubt that he's going to make that kick. That's huge. And that's why I think that's going to eventually work for these two parties. But um, may, may, I'm just uh, – I'm just an old optimist, so who knows? <laughs> okay, well, it's funny. He's had sort of, I don't want to say combative, but he's just a tough negotiator, right? I mean, sure, it, it, absolutely. Yeah, there, and, we, and when we talked about this earlier in the show, people in the text line were saying, he never wanted to be here anyway. Like, they're still miffed when he had that story where he was like, I don't want to be here. I want to be in Chicago with my family. But again, that was a negotiation tactic, or was he, was he perennially unhappy in his seven seasons here, Matty? No, I think he was perennially happy in his uh, seven seasons here. Uh, it's a great, it's a good organization. They treated him well. He played in the in the types of big games that he lives for. Uh, and I and I think uh, th- here's something. Um, you know, the Forty Nine ers extended Mitch Wisnowski, uh before the season last year, and they just uh, extended the the long snapper Tabor Pepper too. So it's a good solid battery. Uh, he's worked with these guys. Uh, he trusts these guys. He really likes Pepper. Uh, so, I mean, again, it, it seems like it's all uh, all the pieces are in place for him to come back if he wanted to. Okay, so Maddie's calming the waters a little bit. Says, so don't ticket him out of town just yet. And you mentioned, and others have mentioned too, that if there was a team out there, it would be the Cowboys after their disaster. You'd hate to see him in that and that star on the helmet. But oh, one last one on goal before I ask you about Purdy, and that is um, the kickoff situation. Stacking Benjamins with Joe and his good friend OG not only has great financial insight, it's laid back with humor too. The quiet luxury trend is out and loud budgeting is in. Are we tired of the pet names? Yeah, because I'm loud and obnoxious, so this fits right in with me. I'm like, yes, finally budgeting for me. (laughs) I get to walk into a restaurant and go, I'm cheap as hell, and you're not getting a tip. Live from Doug's Budget. (laughs) Find out more by searching the Stacking Benjamins podcast wherever you listen. Why didn't Wisnowski did Wisnowski not have a strong enough leg? Because Gold was not Robbie Gold was not kicking touchbacks with regularity. No, but he was better than Wisnowski the year before. I mean, I thought Wisnowski really started to fade mm. at the end of the season, and and I think it was affecting his punts too. Um, and you know that's that's something that Robbie could negotiate with. Hey, you guys had me yeah. handle kickoffs all year long. Right. I did that. Oh, and I also did that and made all of my kicks in the playoffs as well. 
Um, so yeah, I mean that was that was a big thing last year. I mean, big in special team circles is that Wisniewski just uh, you know uh, couldn't handle that role in addition to his punting. Now I think it was really a smart move because I think Wisniewski's punting was remarkably better oh, than yeah. it was in 2021. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Gold's kickoffs, while they started to fall short at the end, overall they were better than Wisniewski's had been. So uh, I, I think that worked out well overall for the team. Yeah, I, I agree. Wisniewski's punting was dramatically better. He's been, <laughs> I've had beef with Wisniewski the last several years. I'm like, come on, bro. You, they fourth-round pick, but he, he punted very well this year. I, was, I, I stand and applaud the man. Uh, Mitch Wisnowski. Hey, um, okay, it's the week. Is Brock Purdy going to have his surgery? Matt, Dr. Matt Barrows. <laughs> Dr. Matt Barrows. Is he going to have his surgery this week? What do we know? Well, he is going to have his surgery this week, which is big because the last time he was going to have his surgery, it was put off. So he met with uh, Dr. Meister, the uh, the Rangers doctor, last week in Arizona because he lives in Arizona, and, and Meister was with the Rangers, and uh, the Rangers are, are training in Arizona. So it was uh, it was good uh, place and timing. Uh, and so they're going to go back to the Dallas area, which is where Dr. Meister operates out of. And I'm not exactly sure when the surgery is. I think it's Friday. Um, well, I have uh, sorry to, to interrupt, Maddie. I'm just looking right now. The Chronicle, Mike Silver just put a piece quoting John Lynch saying Wednesday. Wednesday. That okay. just, that just right. came across my Twitter. So, All right, there you go. Um, so Wednesday uh, is the uh, is the surgery date, and you know it, it's going to depend on what Doctor Meister finds inside that elbow. But uh, the hope of the Forty ers and the expectation of the Forty ers is that it's this six month recovery. So the internal brace surgery. So if we're talking Wednesday, then we're talking six months is you know the end of the first week of September. Uh, and that's also when the 49ers are gearing up for their, their week one opponent. So very hard to see under that scenario um, Brock Purdy starting that opening game. Um, and, it, and it seems like Trey Lance would be the starter to begin the season just like he was in 2022. Well, I mean, this leaves us – I mean, would we say the Niners just don't have clarity on this situation? And would you say starting Monday the 13th, Niner fans should look for a QB to be acquired? Yes, I think so. Um, and and I, I would start thinking about two QBs to be uh, acquired, wow. maybe one one in free agency and one in the draft. And, um, you know, I think, you know, if, if Dr. Meister were to go in and find a lot more damage than he suspected and it's more of a Tommy John type of surgery, then I think the caliber of that uh, that free agent quarterback goes up. Um, but uh, like I said, if it if it all goes according to plan, then you know I, I, I've been calling it the uh, the Andy Dalton level, the, the 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 Dalton line as opposed to the Mendoza line. So we're talking about guys. He would be the tippity top, I would think, and then uh, it would be guys sort of below that. Uh, your Mason Rudolphs, um, uh, your. Uh, Tyler Taylor Heineke Heineke I don't even know how to say his name from from Washington had a good game against Heineke, the 49ers yeah. Uh, yeah. late in the season so I mean that's that's the caliber that we're talking about he, he'd be the number this guy would be the number three quarterback on the team once um, Brock Purdy was was healthy again so uh, I imagine that's that's a tough sell for some of the 
higher caliber guys out there. Like, you know, would you convince Jacoby Brissett, for example, to come in and, and perhaps be a guy who's on the practice squad to, to begin the, uh, the season, or at least uh, maybe uh, at, at some point during the regular season? And the last one for just the final minute here, we got Michael Thompson coming up. If indeed they go in and it's worst case, uh-oh, we got to do this UCL thing and it's going to be a year. Just quick answer, and I'm sure we'll dive into it later in the week. Would the Niners say, okay, Trey Lance, it's your job, or do you go much bigger? And this includes Mike Florio last week saying, you still call Tom Brady, you still investigate Aaron Rodgers. Well, we do know that um, John Lynch has Tom Brady's uh, text uh, cell phone number because he was texting <laughs> congratulations on, on your retirement, right. et cetera, et cetera. So, I mean, uh, you know, that's, uh, that connection is there. But, yeah, I, 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 I do. I mean, uh, and if it's not those guys, then you're talking about Jacoby Brissett or somebody that you – Matt Ryan? Yeah, exactly. Somebody you feel confident in. Trey Lance has gotten hurt quite a bit. He's only started four games. Um, if uh, if Trey Lance gets injured or if Trey Lance falters, because in that uh, Tommy John surgery scenario, Brock Purdy isn't playing in, in 2023. So um, you're talking about somebody who is uh, your top backup and, and somebody who probably, just given history, is going to have to come in at some time and, and carry this team. Jim Garoppolo to the Raiders? I uh, I like Broadway Jimmy. Yeah, I mean, oh New York, that's just got such a nice ring to it. I mean, it's uh, yes, yes. second coming of Joe Namath, uh, kind of hitting hitting Broadway. Boy, Paul, you wouldn't want to see Jets fans turn on Jimmy, would you? Though no, that could get yeah, ugly. Could, yeah, <laughs> right? yeah, he wouldn't know how to handle it with that sheepish smile. Uh, although he did Boston for a while, so you know, yeah. but as the number two, as that's, the understudy, right, right. Yeah. Maddie, so much to talk about. You never sleep, my man. Uh, and here's to round tripper season next week for you. All right, buddy. Are you ready for hard-hitting observations? Reality remains reality, no matter how hard you try to ignore it. The Ben Shapiro Show brings you all the news you need to know in America today. Again, I'm all here for the pop culture, people dating each other for the press. Ben breaks down the culture and never gives an inch. Every so often, and by every so often, I mean literally every 27 seconds when the producer gets fired. The Ben Shapiro Show, on YouTube or wherever you listen. Right. Yeah, you guys are going to have to call me, and uh, I'll be in, in round tripper mode. In the jammies. Hey, always read Matt. Uh, always read Matt in the Athletic. You're the best, bud. All right, anytime, guys. Talk to you soon. Thanks, hey, Matt. Matty. There's the Athletic. He's the best. Okay. That rules. Michael Thompson. Great. Michael Thompson. Clay's dad. Afford Anything is a podcast that teaches you how to be smart with your money. As a small business, you don't have the resources to pay the level of overhead and for the level of services that a Fortune 500 company could afford. So I certainly understand why, if you want to offer benefits, the providers of that, that that fee is going to be higher because there's more account management per employee. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen.